This is Danny Flexen here for Seconds Out. Delighted to be joined by a soon-to-be world title challenger again, Liam Williams. Finally, it's been agreed, uh, the challenge to Demetrius Andrade for the WBO middleweight title. It's been a long time waiting. You must feel pretty relieved. Yeah, mate. Um, you know, it's been a, it's obviously been a quite a long time coming on. Uh, yeah, there's been some ups and downs in the road waiting and you know, bits of frustration, but you know, it, it is what it is, and the main thing is that we're here now, and and um, my opportunity is is soon coming, fast approaching. Were you surprised that he eventually agreed to the fight? He was obviously looking for fights with the likes of Billy Joe Saunders. He was going to move up for Test the Waters at Super Middle. That never happened. It's kind of he's been pegged into a corner a little bit. It feels like. Yeah, mate, you're right. That I don't really think he wants to fight. Um, <clears throat> it's just kind of like all his other, all his other opportunities are kind of burnt out, and he's not got nothing else to do. If he gives up his title, who's he going to fight? So he, he needs to fight me to be to stay relevant and to keep himself in in the big fight. Do you know what I mean? So. He's kind of be backed into a corner to take the fight, but it is what it is, and uh, and I'm happy to be fighting him because I didn't want to be fighting for a vacant title against someone who, you know, I didn't want to be that guy who they go, oh, he ain't the proper world champion, he's won a vacant title, and no, I want to go and beat Andrade, and I want to, you know, because he's three-time champion, two weights, and I'm fighting him in America, to me, that would mean so much more to win in them, in them circumstances. It is in the US, as you said, probably in April, um, presumably on the zone. It seems like quite a good opportunity to build your profile in the US as well. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, obviously, some Americans will, some Americans won't know me, but I'm uh, I'm pretty sure that after this after this fight. A lot, lot more people are going to know me. Is um, you know, it's going to be on probably the zone. I think is a, um, it's just going to be on a different, um, different station, different viewers, um, you know, a lot more American viewers. So it's going to be great for me, and and most of all, I'm going to walk away with the title and. You know who knows what's to come after that. I can't look. I can't look past Andrade because he obviously is. He's good at what he does, and you know he's effective. So I need to beat him before before I look at anything else. You've been kind of chasing this fight for a long time. You've been taking other fights in the interim to keep sharp. So how much in the gym have you and Dom been working on Andrade and how to beat him already? To be honest, not not a great deal at this point in time. It's mainly just um, just making sure I'm fit, in shape. Like realistically, what's the point in working on? Um, sorry, mate, I got a million messages. <laughs> I can't think why. <laughs> yes. Um, to be honest, with you, it's just like, why would you? It doesn't really make sense to be working on game plans when you're not even fully sharp and fully fit. I am now. I'm pretty much there. So from here on in, another fight's announced, and we know it's him. Then 
then yeah, there will be a lot more of that. But for the past couple of weeks, it's just been about um, it's just been about making sure that I'm in I'm conditioned and I'm dropping weight more than anything. Obviously, it's a big step up from the opposition you've had to keep busy against to someone like Andrade. How can you fill that gap, if you like, with sparring and stuff like that in the meantime? It's, um, I think the main thing for me is not the, not the opposition. It's not like they're dragging me down to their level because anyone I've boxed in recent time, I've, just, I've dealt with them. Um, you know, so I'm having top quality sparring regardless of opponent or Southpaw Orthodox. I'm always having top level sparring anyway. So I'm always in good, you know, good uh, physical and mental shape. And for this, this is going to be the hardest camp of my career um, simply because I'm going to make it the hardest camp. Um, I know I've got a lot of work to do and I don't see any other outcome than, than me beating Andrade and coming home with our title. I'm really, um, I just don't see any other any other outcome. Have you already thought of people you can get in to kind of replicate him a little bit? Because he is tall, rangy, obviously he's not the easiest person to, to mimic. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> I get that a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, um, yeah, we've already got a couple of people in mind. Um, to be honest, I've had these people in mind for the last 12 months probably because I knew this fight was going to end up coming off and um, like I've, I've I've been watching people and I know a couple of a uh, couple of people who would be perfect for him. Now without giving away too much of the game plan presumably as it's your natural style and the range disadvantage you're at you're going to be quite aggressive in this fight especially to win in America against the reigning champion I would imagine. Yeah, um, you know, I'm not even going to make a secret about it. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick it on him and I'm gonna give it to him from from round one until the fight ends, probably inside the distance. But um, yeah, there's no two ways about it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the fight to him. We've talked about you stepping up in class from the guys you have been fighting, but the same's true of him, isn't it? Like he hasn't been fighting anyone near your caliber in the last few years. Yeah, exactly, mate. Um, you know, it's it's my biggest fight to date, so it's going to be a step up. It's as simple as that. It's no secret, but um, you know, it's about me proving I've got the ability to be there and uh, to beat him. For him to say that he's um to say that he's three time world champion. Uh I don't really think that he's beat anyone worth getting excited over really, to be honest with you. Yeah, and we saw you against Atlantis Fox who he'd taken to a decision and you got rid of him in very good style. So the kind of form guide favours you a little bit as well. Yeah, of course. Um and if I, I hear a lot, I didn't really watch the fight, but I heard some rumours, um, you know, a lot of talk saying that uh, Fox had dislocated his shoulder or broke his shoulder or something um, because I know he had surgery after. But um, but he's still stuck in, with it, stuck in there with Andrade. And, and let's not forget, that was when 
Andrade was more fresh and explosive than he is now. Um, and you've seen the way I, you know, I really just, I blew Fox out of the water. And you also could argue that Fox was on better form for my fight than what he was then because that was his big, that was his first step up then, you know. So, you know, but you can look at it how you want to look at it. It doesn't matter, does it? It, it means, you know, whoever turns up, you know, in best shape with the best tactics and and everything else on the night is, is going to be the winner and as simple as that. And I believe that's going to be me. And I'm sure he believes it's going to be him too, so... You're often referred to as the most improved fighter in Britain. I think people have been saying that about you for at least the last year now. What do you think has been the key to that development? Uh, I think it's probably a number of things. Number one, I'm just I'm just more mature. I'm I'm growing up. I'm you know I'm 28 now. It's not to say that I weren't growing up when I was 20 three, four, five, but like, yeah, as time goes on, you feel a little bit more mature, um, you know, just in, in general, in life, but um, obviously in boxing as well, each fight, you learn a little bit more, you see different, you see different tricks, uh, people try to play on you, mind games, but you just see it all, and, um, and it moulds you as a, as a better overall person and a fighter, um, I've moved away from home I'm in Sheffield so I'm fully focused on boxing there's no messing about in between training sessions there's no going out and eating food I shouldn't be um, I train I walk to the gym um, I, I can look at the gym from my bedroom window where, I, where I'm sat here I walk there I train I walk back eat my food and I'll be honest with you, I'm, I just lay in bed most of the day. And that's that's my life when I'm in camp. So it's a case of that I'm getting my proper training, proper rest. And I've got I have got Dom to thank for a lot as well because he's you know, he's really he's been there for me. He's he's supported me uh mentally and as a friend and almost as a family member. Um you know, with things I need support him for and he's been there for me and, you know, we gel really well. Um, we can, we relate to each other really well. So I'm, I'm in a very good, I couldn't think of anyone to put, um, I couldn't put myself in any better hands than Dom. And you mentioned about moving away from home. Obviously, it's a massive sacrifice, especially for you. You've got a, a child. You've got another on the way now as well. How hard has it been at times to to leave that behind and dedicate yourself? It is very difficult. Um, right now, I'm in a good routine, and it's it's not too bad for me. I miss obviously my little girl. I miss my missus and family and whatever. But um, right now, I'm in a good routine. I know I've got a big fight coming. I know I'm focused. But like the worst for me is, you know, if I've had a fight and I've, I stay away from Sheffield for like three, four or five weeks, whatever it may be, even if I'm training back home, like I might have that time off being here um, because there is like being locked up a lot of the time. It's just like, it's mentally, it tests you, you know, because you, you can know when 
kind of just nip around. You know, when I'm back home, my mother lives four doors away. My grandmother lives three doors away. My sister's like 15 doors away, probably. Everyone's within, and most of all, I got my missus living with me. So I'm constantly around familiar people. Sorry, that's that scouts bastard, Robbie Davis Jr. for me. It's terrible, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, i say it's just, it is what it is. It's, um, I just think, I, I think it's good for me being here. I'm fully focused, but I do miss people. I'm in a routine now and um, I'm happy I'll, I'll be here Monday to Friday for the next nine, ten weeks, whatever it is. When's um, baby number two due? Twenty uh, first of May. So it could be a good kind of month for you between the fight and then that afterwards as well. It could be the the best year of your life. Yeah, definitely. It's gonna be um, it's gonna be massive. I can't wait. Um, so excited about you know personal and and work. I say work, but like um, career wise, you know. So. Um, there's going to be a lot of good things coming and can't be more excited. Great stuff. Well, wish you the very best of luck. Um, look forward to the date and venue being announced, as I'm sure you do. And um, enjoy your nap, <laughs> which I know you're about to have. Um, sorry yeah. to keep you from it, but rest is equally important to training. I know that. So. Yeah, mate, don't be silly. It's always, um, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. And uh, thanks for having me as well. Oh, anytime, mate. Good luck and speak to you soon. Good man, Dan. Take, Take care, care mate. mate. Bye-bye.